lovely gluten-free people and welcome to another episode of the Eat Gluten-Free With Me podcast. My name is Lauren and today we're going to be talking with Colin O'Neill who is the president of the Gluten-Free and More magazine. Colin and his magazine have such a special place in my heart because it was the first resource that I turned to when I was first diagnosed with celiac disease and it helped me so much along my journey. So I'm so excited to share Colin's story with you. He does have celiac disease. It has so many helpful articles, new gluten-free brands, product recommendations, baking conversions, recipes, travel tips, and more. And I'm so excited to just share this all with you. So let's jump into it. Thank you for joining, Colin. Yes, thanks, Lauren, for having me. You kind of want to start going and talking about your journey with celiac disease, you know, symptoms that led you to get diagnosed, what your diagnosis journey was like, if you had any complications or anything along those lines. One of the first things I noticed when I was younger, I was having headaches more extreme than anyone that I knew. And this is a, a while back. This is 28 years ago or so. So how old were you? I was 17. I was also 18 when I got diagnosed. 18 is the average age for people to get diagnosed, which Mm. is also super important because I know I get people that ask me all the time, is it normal to get diagnosed in the middle of your 20s? And it is very common. I would say most people get diagnosed later in life than as a child. Yeah. And for me, it was actually about 17 is when I found out I was allergic to wheat. That was actually the start. 28, 29 is when I found out that I had celiac. So it took actually quite a long time. There was a long gap between the two. But finding out that I was allergic to wheat was sort of step one that handled in general the headaches and stuff. But, right. you know, obviously, because it was like mostly cutting out gluten. I hit my 20s, late 20s, and was like really actually getting quite sick. Outside of just the headaches, I was having like really heavy pain after I'd eat and joint pain that was like nearly unbearable. I was. I was, um, it was hard for me to walk up flights of stairs actually at one point, like it was getting really, really painful to move around. And then that's when I had to kind of put it in like, okay, let's actually look at this and see what's going on. My family had been eating gluten-free for a long time. And it was kind of like someone say to me, why don't you go gluten-free, like full strict for like a month. And so I did it and I felt so much better. Actually, I ended ended up doing it with three months. I went and stayed separate place ate gluten-free for three months at the end of that it was like i had lost like 10 pounds of this weight that felt really gross it felt just heavy and sticky and not like i'm a big person or anything but it was it just came off in this and i felt lighter and cleaner that was sort of the journey and after that i was like oh i can cheat here and there and i tried cheating once and oh man i can't and once you know that feeling you know you can't go back it's just like it's so painful some headache I sure. couldn't keep anything down for like three days. It was just like, okay, I guess this is for real. And most of the symptoms went away at that. Just trying to mitigate the headache. The headaches were bad. It was full-blown migraines, like vomiting, all that, five, six days a week. Of To the point where, and I'm not one that had ever taken any drugs for anything, but I was taking headache medication. I was having to take like one probably every 45 minutes. After three months, it was down to maybe, you know, one a day. And that, But then I was totally off of it within a few months after that. And that's it. I've never gone back to having to need anything. I get a headache still every once in a while, you know, every month or three months I get one. But I'll take that over Exactly, the- over every day. That's awesome to hear that after eating gluten-free, your symptoms went away because I know I'm, I know it's common for people who have celiac disease to have other complications, um, but I know a lot of people eat gluten-free and they don't notice changes right away, but that's really awesome. And I don't yeah. experience headaches myself, so it's nice to get like your perspective mm-hmm. on that because I know- yeah. 
know, that is a common symptom too. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it presented that way and, and pain in the stomach. Actually, so much so, it was weird for me to, I was, I think, 29 at the time when I realized this. And it's, it sounds silly now as I say it because it seems so ridiculous. But I used to associate the word full with, with pain. So it was right. like a weird thing to me as, yeah. as like an older person. Like, I... I would eat, and when people would say, like, oh, I'm super full, I thought they meant that I had a lot of pain or, like, oh, I'm pretty full. It's like, yeah, there's a little bit yeah. of pain. But I actually thought that full meant as well as not being able, not wanting to eat anymore, but also a varying degree of pain associated with it. And then I remember I hadn't eaten gluten and, and, and some other things I kind of cut out of my diet, and all of a sudden, after like three months, I remember eating a big salad and just clean food and, and I was full with no pain. And I was like, that's what people feel like when they're full. And that to me blew my mind. I mean, I was 29 when I found that out. That's really interesting that you say that because I also experienced the same thing. Okay. So yeah, so when I was first diagnosed with celiac disease, I experienced a lot of like malnourishment and I was really like tiny and I wasn't absorbing any of my nutrients. So mm. I could eat like endless amounts of food. Like my, I was like the garbage pit. Like when my friends would go out to dinner and they were like, they're like I can't finish it. I'm like, hand it over. Like I'll eat all, all of it. And same. Yeah, same. I, I, could, I, I was never full. Um, but then when I got diagnosed with celiac disease, my symptoms just started to get like worse and worse. And I would say about like a year and a half ago, I think when I started to get, you know, develop Crohn's disease and IBS and all of that, I would eat like, one fork of like chicken and I was like holy crap I'm like so full like I didn't even eat anything and my stomach is in so much pain and I would look at my sister and like my parents who were eating these massive meals and I would just be like so sad I'm like I want to eat that and like not feel like I'm in pain and not feel like I just had a seven course meal and <laughs> I think that's a common symptom that like people you know don't talk about because I think we think it's like normal because we experience it so much but like we also know it's not normal yeah. It's like, how do you, how do you fix it? And I would say this year is the first year that I've been able to like eat and be comfortably like not in pain and be like full, mm. but not bloated. You know what I mean? It's really good. I mean, that it feels amazing to be in that space. I know that. In, in that journey, there was this point where you go gluten-free and things get so much better, you know, like there was this uptick in, in quality of life. Right. And then I'm going, oh, okay, I feel so much better. But there was still this little bit where I'd still have a little bit of upset stomach when I eat. I'd still have, you know, there's other symptoms that were going on, uh, some fatigue still a little. But it was it was so minor in comparison to where I was that I thought, okay, I guess this is normal. Right, yep. And then I it, so it took some years, but then I figured out that I had to go dairy-free as well. So I'm one of those that can't have gluten and dairy. And I think that happens. it's pretty common amongst the gluten-free community to, to eventually you're like, find out, like, oh, shoot, I can't dairy also. Right. Um, I can do sheep and goat's cheese in moderation and I'm okay, but cow's dairy, stuff, it just it wrecks me and it causes really gnarly inflammation in my joints and, yeah. and stuff. So when I cut that out too, then all of a sudden I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm feeling amazing. A lot better. And then there were just little tweaks after that. It's all just like a learning curve. I feel mm -hmm. like when I got diagnosed, my doctor was like, oh, go, go, just go gluten-free and you'll feel like amazing. So I was like, oh, this is going to be so easy. Like I didn't know anything about cross-contamination, hidden sources. Yeah. Of 
So then I, you know, I went gluten-free and like a year goes by and I'm like, okay, well, I don't believe that doctor. Cause like I noticed a difference, but nothing like drastic. I know I had other like medical things happening, mm. but um, I think it's also important to know that every body is different. And it's like, you have to kind of, you know, go through the highs and lows to figure out what works for you. And I think that's the case for everyone. And, you know, we're always looking for quick solutions because we're in the day and age where everything comes so fast to us, but health is the one thing that does take time to figure out. And that's actually a good point. Cause that's one of the reasons why like my family started gluten-free and more magazine. And it was because it's hard when you first find out the, the information and the tweaking and all that, it's like you are just sort of lost. You get this, you're just out there going, okay, now what? Like I got this diet diagnosis and I'm just sitting there and I'm like okay so just eat gluten-free and and that is a good portion of it if you just went gluten-free right away you will feel a lot better the more that you do this you realize like oh it's not just the food there's beauty products and like knowing how your skin's going to react if you have these allergies like in the magazine we always have an article like a beauty article so that you can have like a good tip or trick for beauty products shampoos so whatever it is, we always have that in there and try to bring products for people that use beauty products that are, you know, that are good for you. We found a great person, Dr. Leah, she has a company called Epilinks, amazing products. She has them all vegan, gluten-free. So we, we showcase those a lot because it's like someone who's actually conscious about that and understands it from a real level. And then, and then there's travel. I mean, travel and gluten-free is not always fun. This anxiety that builds up inside of you, like, oh, where am I going to eat? How am I going to get enough food? Is there going to be gluten-free things there? You know, it's just like, it's, it's just, exactly. you know, like, I have to go to this whatever convention or this sporting event. You're going to learn the tricks and the ways as you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so we talk about that in the magazine. It's like travel stuff, uh, you know, beauty. There's always a medical type article talking about yeah. the latest information because we want people to be informed and helped. And, and we do everything in layman's terms. Like, Another problem with a lot of this stuff sometimes is you'll get doctors or articles that you try to read and then there's these long, you know, Latin looking words and you're just like, I don't know what that means. Like, like what I need English terms, please. <laughs> what does it mean? And then you read it and you're like, well, I don't even understand the concepts of the sentence because I can't understand the words and it's going to take me so long to define each word down the chain to understand this and then people will leave it. So. We'll take those articles and we dumb them down, dumb it down, you know, the same amount of information and concepts, but put it into words and terms that people actually, as a normal person, could just read and understand. Because a lot of those times, doctors will forget that the terms that they use, us normal people don't know those terms. So Every time I go to the doctors, I'm like, mom, dad, can you come <laughs> with me? Like, I'm 23, but like, I'm, my dad's in the healthcare field and it's just like, my doctor will spit all these things at me and one, I get nervous. So I can't always remember what the doctor says. And two, I'm like half of it. I can't even translate into English. Cause I'm like, I have no clue what that even means. Exactly. And, that, and that, so that's a big thing. We try, we, we try to take everything, make it so that, you know, if teenagers grabbed our magazine and wanted to learn about something, they could just sit there and read it and actually understand it with a basic education. And I think that's, it's a huge approach to this that we've always done with our blogs online with um through social media and all that like if you go on 
even like on our Facebook, like we'll take articles and then we read them and then we'll take that information and rewrite it in a way that actually makes a little bit more sense. It's yeah. easily digestible by people. Education part is a big part of it that we try to do for people. Like when you, I know that you got our magazine pretty early on, right? Yeah, yeah. So I can talk about that a little bit. So basically how I found about, you know, your magazine is when I got diagnosed, I think we subscribed to celiac.org. It's like it was they send us emails and I think we got an ad for it maybe. Um, And then I know my dad signed me up and I love the magazine, but I found it so helpful because one, I was 18 years old. So I, I needed something to just be able to relate to people. And you guys also like share stories of people who have celiac disease, which is really helpful for me at that time. So I could like feel like I wasn't alone. Um, But the recipes are also really great and they're all whole foods based, especially for someone newly diagnosed. I always recommend a whole foods diet just because it's like low and it's like anti-inflammatory and it will help, you know, heal your symptoms faster than eating like a lot of processed foods. But then you guys also provide, you know, new gluten-free products and brands that are gluten-free. So that's so helpful for people that are newly diagnosed because they don't know any gluten-free products. Like I get so many people that are like, what brands did you eat? Because I don't even know where to begin. And it can be really overwhelming to go to the grocery store and just be like, exactly. And then another thing I find so helpful, I also have them all right here, the ones you guys just sent me. Unreal. And I think you have one, I think I saw part of there's a salad, a uh, citrus yes, salad. salad. Oh, that's amazing. Real. People are getting a sneak peek. That, that hasn't hit the shelves yet. But um, that, whoops. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> that salad is unbelievable. I, I actually highly suggest people make for a party or something. It's so pretty and it just like it looks amazing, but you just get all these pops of citrusy flavors. Anyway, it's, it was like an interesting thing to do. We worked with a company Muricon to create that. And anyway, it's beautiful. Salad looks great. I'll have to make that next time. I just had a Valentine's Day party. It was like a whole IBS allergen friendly party. It was so fun. I had such a good time with it. But um, this is probably like one of my favorite parts of the magazine. It just explains um, like what celiac disease is, like what gluten free is. It just goes into like all the educational information and it provides you a list, list of safe foods and unsafe foods and common foods that contain gluten. And that's so helpful when you're first diagnosed because it's just all in one place. Especially like you can Google the internet, but it's just nice to have a, I'm very like visual person. So just have it in front of me. Um, So helpful. And I think you guys also provide like baking one-to-one ratios, which is super helpful. Yeah, there's always, so in there, we always have that guide that you just showed. And then there's one called Simple Substitutions. Our baseline is gluten-free, like gluten-free and more made sense. It's like everything's gluten-free. And then you build on it. the option of anything else. Like I'm one of those that's gluten-free and I eat mostly vegan because I'm allergic to some meats and chicken eggs and all, all these things. So... I can go in and I can look at the simple substitutions and instead of one cup of milk, it tells me what to put in. Or instead of an egg, use this this product or this, here's these other ideas. And in the simple substitutions, it's in every issue, but yeah, it makes it easy. So you can look at any recipe that we've created in there and just if you can't have whatever the things are, you just go to page, substitute it and done try to make it so everyone can eat like anyone on any special diet any allergen uh that's why we find people that aren't even gluten-free just the allergen community in general we're by far the number one publication for 
for everyone. Yeah, we try to include, and I, think of everyone, you know. Right, exactly. And I love that you include the beauty products because it is so difficult to find beauty brands that actually label things gluten-free. Like I'd say 75% of the products that I use, like none of them say gluten-free. I have to go and like read the ingredient list and there's so many chemicals and ports that I don't know what they even mean. So I'm like taking a chance, but luckily I don't get a rash. Like when I, you know, if, if something does have gluten, like it won't create a rash on my face because that's not one of my symptoms. Um, but, you know, like you said, it's really common for people with celiac disease to have additional allergies. And, you know, we allergies are common with people who have celiac. Yeah. So that's just really great. And just to, like, see the label gluten-free is just, like, fresh air, especially yeah, when yeah. it comes to gloss and chapstick, because that's just really difficult. To it's funny because we survey our readers quite a bit. Oh, that's awesome. What do you like about our magazine? What do you not like? What are the things that you look forward to reading? And there's a few things that were sort of surprising that's not normal. The number one thing that people like the most, number one, is it are the ads. Yeah. And it's actually yeah. wild because most any other publication, it's way yeah. flipped. Yeah. Flip. Yeah. No, that's like, I don't care. But with yeah. us, and it makes sense because I know that way too. You like you, you said it earlier. You want to find products. Right. And finding a good gluten-free product. That's that's actually tasty or good, or that that has the ethical practices or whatever you know like you're trying to find something that's going to work for you and it's hard right in the beginning and we try to work with brands only with brands that are actually doing good things and making great products and so you'll see in our magazines like we work with really good companies that are making amazing products and we try you know i'm always looking for the new cool thing or the better yeah and i love the new product section that's always really helpful because I know for myself, I'm a person of habit, especially, you know, with having sensitivities and stuff, you find a brand that works and you stick with it, but it's so exciting. Like I know pre-celiac, I used to love just going to the grocery store and being like, oh, I want to try this and that and this. So it's not as easy with celiac. So it's nice to see the new product section. And then, you know, it helps you like to go to the grocery store and be like, oh, I saw that in the magazine. Like maybe I'll give that a try. We have like a hot product section where you can yes. kind of... We're looking for cool like companies. Maybe even they've been around for a long time, but they're putting out something cool and new. Or a lot of times, we're trying to find new companies that are bringing new things out. And then we have stuff from Japan and stuff in the U.S. and Canada and all through you. I didn't eat gluten-free bread for ten years, and then finally, when companies like Canyon Bakehouse started making yeah. really nice, good bread, you're like, oh, this finally it's happening. Like the really good breads are coming out and. They're a great company. I just love yes, them. There's a coupon in the magazine. Yeah, they I have was coupons like, always in there for, for everybody. <laughs> they send out a lot of coupons here. They, they're like, they want people to try and get a good deal. Yeah, to they're, try. they're really awesome. And they, yeah. um, they sent me one of their new products and I just tried it Monday and I have eaten the entire thing of bread because it was so good. So they're like sweet um, brioche style buns. Oh, man, they are good. They taste like a Belgium. So I, I'm in the East Coast, obviously, and we go skiing a lot. So, you know, they, they have these like waffles at the Waffle House. They're like Belgium waffles and they're so good, but they're not gluten free. And they taste exactly like that. And I was mm. like, you don't even need to toast them, which is like so rare with bread. Like usually it's not great, but oh my God, they're amazing. Companies like that are really changing the game for us because 
exactly. And I try to show them appreciation. I tell them all the time, and when I can, shout them out or talk about them. I do because they're one of those that started as a small little company. Just like, let's make a good product. Let's make this. Let's not just make a gluten-free product. Let's actually make it good so that the gluten-free people can feel like a normal person. They can have a sandwich and not be like, this thing's falling apart. And then there's companies now, these like artisan bread companies. I know there's a company uh, called Simple Needs. Needs like a KN ADS. And they make this unbelievable artisan, high-protein, dense bread. And I've seen that brand. I've never tried it, though. Have you had it before? I've tried it. They're really good. It's just like really good flavor. You know, like yeah. it's, like, it's got a good, they have a sourdough that's really tasty. I haven't um, had sourdough since pre-celiac. Wow. It's one of those where I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I love that bread. It's so good. so good. But yeah, it's companies like that that are doing great things for us and making it so we can eat. I love that this community is growing and getting better and better. And I, I think, you know, companies like those, like Canyon Bakehouse, they're pushing, they're making others do better, which is great. Right which is what was needed in, in this space. And, you know, I try to find these companies that are doing that, that are pushing the limits, making the better cookie, making the best brownies, or, or having the cleanest oats. There's a company called um, Gluten-Free Prairie, and there's a lady, she's amazing. If you can check her out, her name's Deb Wheaton, and I love her so much, but she is in Montana. She's got her oat farm, and she's just like a... That's so important because I, again, you message you all the time and they're like, I can't eat oats. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of brands that I like, I can't recommend to people because of cross contamination issues. And safe, like that, it's, it's a big one. The oat thing is like this whole area where, like, where, where do you get oats that are not processed in the same place as gluten? And, you know, and there's so much cross contamination in that space. So, yeah, Deb Wheaton, gluten free prairie, she makes. It's just like she has her, her. It's all self-contained. Like there's no cross-contamination at all. That's awesome. The owner Deb Wheaton is like, she's she's the uh, you know she's everyone's mom. You know she's that, that person you like you love talking to her. She's so sweet yeah. and kind, and um, but she's passionate about this. Like very passionate, and she wants like she has brownie mixes. She has brownie mixes and. Um, cookie mixes and all this stuff. Right. Then she has her just her actual oats and get them through Amazon. And it makes me like more, you know, I, I like to support brands that, you know, are there to support their community and are really passionate about their product and what they do. So that's, that's really awesome to hear. One of the things too, I know I wanted to talk to about, we do these Facebook live segments every day. Yes. I love those. I was checking out your Facebook and I, I just loved it so much because it's, you know, a lot of times you're cooking alone because people don't understand cross-contamination and it's hard to cook with friends, especially at their houses, because, you know, you don't know what utensils you're going to have. Or when you're first diagnosed, you don't even know what to cook. So it's nice to be able to like, oh, I can grab my ingredients and maybe cook along with you guys, like as you do it. And I loved it so much. And your YouTube channel is great, too. Thanks. Yeah, we do it in real time, too. So it's like, you know, we actually go live. We do Friday at noon Eastern every Friday. And I mean, they obviously stay up after that so you can watch them whenever. But we do, we try to do little things. We keep them within 15. We tend to try it live and just actually have real reactions. Half the time, we will have a person or two have not tried it yet so that you can actually see them try it for the first time and Right. You know, we want real reactions. So we've been lucky that no one's like spit out their food or 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Hopefully soon we'll be including it into like an Instagram live. As of right now, it's just on Facebook. But yeah. if you go to our Instagram, we do a lot of reels of recipe. Like we'll do whatever we did on Facebook live. Not everyone, but we do it with a lot of them. Where we'll take that and we'll turn it into a reel. You know? Is your Instagram handle just at ye gluten-free and more? It's at gluten-free and more. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out their Instagram and your Facebook is the same. Yeah, gluten free and more mag actually is at the end of that uh, for the Facebook. But yeah, if you start typing gluten free and more all one, you know, it's like you'll you'll notice our logo and and, and everything. And I'll put everything down below in the description. So if anyone wants to check everything out, I'll have that yeah. down there. We do giveaways on there too. Like we have, well, we have two styles of giveaways actually. And this is good for your audience. Like go. There's a lot of free stuff that we we give out there. I know. Oh. I, I went on their website and I was like, wow, there are so many giveaways here. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. On the website. So if you go to glutenfreeandmore.com, there's a giveaways page where there's just every month there's giveaways and they're cool packages. Their minimum value is $50. So $50 and up. And we get, we get a good amount, like 20 to 30,000 entries per giveaway. And so it's like, there's a lot of people going for them, but um a lot but some of that is like you can multiple like you can go every day and do a new entry so just this year we started doing this test and we do them now every other week if you want to look for giveaways and and lauren you and i are going to do a thing collaboration together of a giveaway yes i know yes. stay tuned <laughs> yeah, stay tuned look at both of our instagrams follow them find it and and that but we're, we do every other week now so we do two a month giveaways on instagram so we post them on a thursday you know, you want to connect. We're trying to connect everyone together. I mean, you and I connected via all this. And it's like a great way, this community, we need to come together and be a strong unit and be just helpful for each other. Like, exactly. What you're doing is amazing for this community. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And it's like, I love seeing this kind of stuff. So anyway, on our Instagram, we do these giveaways and we're just trying to connect with people that are doing good things or companies that have great products. And we... And the prizes that are being given away are really good, you know. I mean, yeah, subscribe. We always give a subscription to the magazine away to the grand prize. Fund. The companies give away uh, big prizes. I know, like for instance, we we're talking about Canyon Bakehouse. We've done some yeah. of them. And they're great. They send out. They'll just send out coupons, and you know, you go out, and they're basically like free money. I mean, it's like yeah, you go. You know, I've got them before. I love like, them. Yeah, it's like you know, if it's eight bucks off, it's eight bucks off. And, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so they'll send out. A, you know, like free six month supply or whatever, you know. Wow, that's awesome. Bread and they send you coupons for that. And uh, but a lot we of all know free bread is not cheap. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And beauty yeah. brands, we've done them with that. We've done them with uh, uh, items just re I think coming up really soon, we're giving away a gluten free bread maker. Like, a oh, wow. They were really gracious and gave us one to give away to the audience. And so there's all these things going on, and, and uh, so we try we incorporate that into Instagram too. The giveaway stuff. Yeah. Find find us there for that stuff, and you get free things and and. Yeah, that's a great products. opportunity. Yeah. yeah, and I know you talked about building like a community. Um, and I I just held a support group last night, and it was really great. We had twenty, I think it's twenty one girls join, and I think there was my, maybe one guy. It's usually girls though. Yeah. Um, but I gave a shout out to your magazine because I know there's usually like so many people that are newly diagnosed. And I also, I think I did a TikTok include, I forget what I did. 
I shouted you guys out somewhere and I had so many people being like, wait, what's the name of the magazine? I want to try that out. I just, so, I just saw it and I was like, oh, it's so cool. It was it used to be that only kind of an older demographic were into the magazine. And, and it was like, it was always your mom or your grandma. Right. And now we're seeing a lot of 20 something year olds being excited to physically hold the thing. Like, uh, yeah, for me, like I'm on social media so much. Like if I don't have to be on my phone, I'll like throw that thing outside. I'm like, yeah. I want a physical magazine I can read in the bathtub like and relax. Yeah. Like, not worry about someone texting me. Like, it's so nice. Like, I value physical things so much now. Like, I have a physical planner. I have my magazines, my books. Like, I love it. And I think it's for our generation. It's like reverting back to the old days. Yeah, it's true. It's funny you call it the old days. But it is true, though. For your your age, it is something that that probably looks like, oh, that was something they used to do but now it's becoming we're seeing it though we're seeing a lot of it like a lot of 20 something year olds subscribing and it's not that much i mean it's like i think like 30 dollars 29.99 for a year and oh, it's like a year's bad. worth of content and i think you can sign up for two years for like 10 more dollars or something like it's and we always have deals going on and i think we're going to do it a deal together and your audience will have like a little uh, special code where they can get a percentage off yeah. um but, you know, we right now we're doing a thing where we're selling. We have a five-ingredient cookbook. If you go to our website, glutenfreemore.com. I think, so. I think I saw it on social media, maybe? Yeah, probably. We, but we're doing like 50% off. Like, we just decided we, we, don't, we don't make any money on it that way. But we're like, you know what? That, that cookbook, we sell so many of them. We're like, let's just sell like a lot of them and get them out in front of people. Just get people right. really cooking these simple, easy recipes. And, exactly. Um, so anyway, we we have that going on for this month. Uh, so they're all five ingredient recipes. Yeah. Oh, Aside awesome. from like I think whale salt, pepper, and like you know basic. Right. Yeah. Wow. But, I, yeah, I'll have to get my hands on one of those because I am such a like if I if it takes more than twenty minutes to cook my dinner, I'm like I don't want to do it. Like I, I have so much to do. So it's and especially like five ingredients. I'm sure I'll have most of that in my pantry already. So it's that's too- a great resource. It's really good, you know, just show people too, like how easy it is. We're going to start doing that on our end too, taking them and just show people, like, open it up, point to a recipe, we'll make it, you know, to do a reel of it or something. Right. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be, like, I know when it comes to baking and stuff, so many gluten-free breads, like, have all these ingredients I've never heard of, and, like, sour gum flour, chickpea flour, like, all these crazy things, and I'm like, can we keep it simple? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to buy... 400 flowers and have no room in my pantry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I know. Oh, yeah. I, one of the things with this is I actually have a purpose of wanting to get people back in the kitchen to cook food. And, yeah. and I grew up in a kitchen with a mother who cooked dinner every single night. My mom cooked dinner every night and we sat down at the table and ate dinner. It was very rare that we went out to dinner and very rare that we got to like order pizza or something. I mean, you know, we're talking up. Uh, couple times a year type of thing right. as a little kid but what it did was I, I just like innately liked that and I liked being in the kitchen so I learned how to cook at a pretty young age and then every summer my parents we had my brother and I make breakfast for the whole family because we didn't have school or something so we had to get up and make breakfast for the family and um and it made me learn how to make like biscuits and gravy nine or 10 years old and I'd sit there right. 
obsess over it and I would make it like every day till I got it like really good. You know, I probably was like the worst because they probably get so bored because I was trying to get good. But but what it made me do is like I am pretty confident that I can walk into anyone's house, open a fridge, grab some stuff and make a quick, easy meal. Whether right. it's like tacos or a quick whatever it is, saute some up some something up, want some rice. I could make a quick, easy meal, no problem. Uh, right. But it's because I've cooked so many recipes that I spent time learning that you start to gain this confidence of like, oh, wait, I've read now 20 different recipes on how to saute vegetables and what the timing is or whatever that now you just know how to do it or cooking chicken. You're like, oh, yeah, after you've done 10 baked chickens, you realize, oh, the temperature is always that and the timing is always that. So right. I can not just add these vegetables around it that those cook at the same amount of time too. And you start to like put all this together and then it becomes fluid. And, and I just think it's important for young people too, to be able to do that and, and, and exactly. have the confidence in it. So starting with stuff like five ingredients, that's like easy. You can five ingredients and make a meal that tastes so yeah. yummy. Yeah. And it's not scary. It's like, I feel like when you're first diagnosed, you know, you don't know what ingredients to turn to. So if it's just five, well, that's like a 10 minute trip to the grocery store. It's yeah, not like simple. everything. Um, and I just had a question, like, are all of the recipes in your magazines, are they created by you? Or are they created by like different chefs that provide recipes? Mm. To you? So, well, so we create a lot of them in-house and, photo and, and, and photography is mostly all done in house. Now, you'll see in the magazine, if you open up to some of the recipes, say, uh, if you grab one and open it up, you'll see, you'll see probably a photo of a person with a little bio next to them. Um, if, you know, probably near the back end of the magazine, back half of the, I'd say, of the magazine. <laughs> and so we have contributing writers. So there's some... Exactly. So... So she, that recipe would be that, if there's that there, you'll notice like, so she created that recipe and we'll put a little bio there, uh, awesome. who that is and a little information about them. So it's both, we, we pepper in some contributing writers. We always have at least three or four in there that have contributed something. And it, uh, it's just one of those things where you, you want this community to be a part of it. It's not just like, we don't want to be the ivory tower where everything's only coming from us. Um, right. But we do a lot. I mean, a lot of it is our content. Uh, most of the photography in there is all in-house. We have a spectacular team that just, because we create a lot of recipes for a lot of these bigger companies out there. Like we do their recipe development for them in-house. So we do all that. And we photograph it and we turn all the photos and all the content over to them. And then they use that on their social media or ads or wherever <clears throat> or on their website for recipes. So we're creating uh, like many recipes a week. And if you go to our blog, glutenfreemore.com, you'll see almost every other day there's a brand new recipe that we've developed that goes up on there. And there's thousands of recipes on our website. Yeah, I know. I went through your website. I was like, wow, there are so many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which I is think uh, we're giving a little, give people a little um, sneak peek into what we're going to be doing together. But um, we're going to be putting together a little electronic cookbook that is 
recipes that you love of ours, and, and we're going to be doing a little special thing with that for the audience. So, yes, I'm so excited! It's I I went through so many recipes, and I was it was so difficult. I had like 25. I was like, oh, I got to cut them back. <laughs> but I'm There's so excited. A lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, it's a good it's a good resource, and and I, I looked through your grouping of recipes and it's it's good like I, i'm excited for what is going what people are going to be getting out of this which is yes, a I'm fun excited. Thing we're doing together um, <clears throat> and, really, and i know i know we mentioned that you had an exciting new feature coming out with the magazine oh, but yeah. so, so i don't know if you want to talk about yeah, that there's a uk audience or you know people in the uk this is really cool so we we have a magazine in the u.s which is gluten free more so in the uk the population there, there's a lot of people that need help with this, like eating yes. gluten-free and all that. So we decided to start another magazine. And out there, they use the, the label or moniker, whatever, free from. That's like their allergen-free or not. Got it. Okay. Good. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, we say allergen-free. They say free from. Okay. And it'll be like free from top eight or free from 14, free from 12 you know, like this allergen freeze. So we started a magazine called Free From Living and March, April will be our first edition like on the shelves. So we're actually, a few of us on the team here flying to the UK so we can go and see it on the shelves there. It's very exciting. We have a subscription base where like, even in the US you could subscribe to it and it gets you on the back end of the website which is a ton we're pouring a ton of resources into the information recipes and everything so if you want something from a slightly different angle as a US person great i think it's something around like 3.99 a month like it's not a lot. It's yeah but you get the for UK people you'd actually get the physical magazine as well every other month and entry into this whole <clears throat> website that's going to have literally a ton of information about travel restaurant like we have people literally right now they're just going to all different countries throughout europe going to tons of restaurants for research and yeah because actually my i would say 50 percent of my audience is from the united states and the yeah. other 50 percent is well not other it's made up of the uk which is about i'd say another 20%, um, Germany and Australia. And there's one more. I can't think of what, yeah. what it is, but, um, it's like interesting to see, to see the mix. Yeah. Australia is the next sort of, I think, market that we would like to be yeah. in front of because, you know, a lot of this comes from a bloodline. You have the English, Irish, Scottish sort yeah. of bloodline there. And, and for, some, for some reason there's a weakness in the, you know, gluten, Gluten is like our, I don't know, Achilles heel or something for us people like that. But, you know, in Australia, you had a lot of those, the people that are there are these English, Irish prisoners for a long time put there, you know, and see so that bloodline's there and the, what comes with that, the celiac disease or intolerance to gluten. And then obviously throughout the UK and the US, that's sort of our big markets for people that have these problems. So we're trying to expanding. It's super exciting. We are like the first place we're really talking about it. Super helpful and super resourceful because I always get people saying, you know, I live in Europe and there's not much information and there's not many doctors that can help me. Like, how can you help me? 
And so it's nice to have another resource out there to be able to like provide. Yeah, look for it. Like even, we have a social media free from living UK uh, Instagram accounts, but, but it's free from free from living. Um, and it's just good. It's a good resource. I'm super excited about it. I mean, the launch has been going great so far. Like we're just, oh, yeah. we kind of put it up silently and just we're like out there. Now we're just, we're actually talking about it for the yeah. first time. And it's just exciting. It's a different vibe. It's funny because like this whole week we've been, we're doing a lot of the cooking and photography here in the U.S. for it because we have kind of the machine set up for it here. <clears throat> but all, but our team over there is sending us like what to cook and, you know, the ink, the direction, because it's, it, it's funny how it's just different. So yeah, we've been all this Indian curries and yummy like uh, kebabs and stuff like that this whole week. And, it's just nice, like a little different angle on food. And, yeah. And it's, we've been eating really, really yummy things. Like, I'm super excited. That'll all be in the May June issue of the Free okay. Food magazine. There's going to be some very good recipes in there for oh, people. Yeah, yeah, I can. It's funny how much the cuisine changes when you, you know, it's not even that far from here, but it, it is. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, but it's funny how it's just a slight difference in, in spices that you use or little different techniques for things that you'd be like, oh, it's same, but it just has, it, it's nice. It adds a variety where I'm like, oh, this is exciting. I've been making curries lately just myself because you can go to whatever, Whole Foods, I think Sprouts even has them. There's these like jars of, I wish I knew the names of the companies. I should shout them out because they're so good. And they're, they're vegan ones. They're most all of them that I found are gluten free. And you just take like a pound, pound and a half of veggies, tofu or chicken, whatever protein you want. I just do a bunch of veggies and I'll do maybe one and a half to two pounds of veggies. Mix that with a little can of coconut cream. And oh, let yeah. It coconut cream is the best. <laughs> it's so good. They're so good. They have like the kormas and different ones that are, but they'll have the vegan and gluten free versions of them. And then, and then you just make a little bit of rice, put it over. It's so tasty. Like I, I love Indian, Pakistani, Nepalese type food. Anyway, like I'm a fan of that kind of stuff. Like where I grew up in California, we have a lot of really good Indian food. And and uh, now I'm out in Florida, and there's not as much. <clears throat> um, like there's not a, like I think there's like three Indian restaurants in the whole area that I know of, and whereas. Back home, there's like three on one block in certain towns. You know, it's like, so I miss this. But I've been making it lately and really easy to do. So uh, we're, we're going to start having a lot of recipes of that stuff, which will be fun. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. And does the Gluten-Free and More magazine, is that shipped to all 50 states? Yes. Yeah, so in the U.S., yeah, it's all in the U.S. And, and um, uh, some in Canada, we, we're, we're not promoting as much in Canada anymore. It, it, shipping has gotten really hard right. and, and, and just so expensive and the postal system there like i don't know something happened during maybe it all happened around covid but something happened where it's making it a little harder people are getting magazines like i just someone reached out to us recently their january february issue so they should have got that in the last week of december they just got it last week so oh, yeah. you know like something's happening so in the u.s yes like sign up for it you know, right now, like I said, you'll get the May, June will be your first issue to get. Um, the March, April edition will be hitting shelves. Um, 
at the end of this month, like it probably, what's the date now? Yeah, within a few days, it'll start being on the shelf. That one that, that has the citrus salad on there. Yeah, that, yeah guys, look at that. Yeah. That's a beauty. It's, I'll have to look that one. <laughs> uh, she's, she loves like oranges and fruits. It's, it's okay. super simple, too. And like, so I took that and I added it on like a bed of like a little bit more like salad y stuff. Right. Like yeah. Dressing. The recipe is really for like the dressing that goes with it, which was like blueberry. It was like a super fruit food um, uh, dressing. So it was like blueberries, uh, rice vinegar from uh, Mergul, and they do like organic, like high-end kind of better vinegar. So it was like that, blueberries, a few other items blended. Super simple. Like I think we even have a reel on our on our store or on our Instagram about it. You can check out. But I mean, we're talking so tasty. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for people. To try it because we get a lot of people that will actually try these recipes and then they write us, send us photos, talk about it. So it, it's great to hear that. Other, yeah, is anyone out there making things from it? Like, please send us the photos and, talk, and we'd love to share and show people, like, hey, look, it's easy. Like, this person exactly. made it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, awesome. It was so great to learn all about, you know, your journey and as well as the magazine, because it's such a great resource. And I'm excited to share this with the community and provide them with another resource to just educate themselves and maybe even meet people within the gluten-free community, because you guys do a lot of shout outs with different, you know, people that have celiac disease within your magazine. So, yeah. so much here. And again, do you want to shout out your social media and your website so that people yeah, can take a look? Gluten free and more, just you know, I'll spell it out. dot com. Um, the Instagram. I'm, I'm just gonna. I mean, I. Uh, yeah, gluten free and more mag. So the mag okay. part's on there, but like you said, when you start typing in, you'll see like our little logo, gluten free and more. But yeah, yeah gluten free and more mag, and uh, Facebook as well, gluten free and more mag. Tried to we did that recently. We just kept everything the same, so it made it simple. Yeah, for me. I um, street time at all. Yeah, yeah, and then the magazine, you can subscribe to it on the website. Or, or um, Yeah, I'll even put a link in my bio, so if people want to subscribe, um, you can just head to my TikTok or Instagram, and it'll be in my link tree. Cool. Um, well, I'm so excited. I was like, thank you so much for having me on. I mean, I, I love talking to you. You're, um, you're doing a lot of good in this space, and I love that, and I can see why there's people following what you're doing, and, and you're making this accessible for everyone but especially this younger audience to see like you know what this i can you can do this and i've been through this journey and i i just want to commend you you're doing a really good job at it so thank, thank you. you appreciate that yeah well thank you very much for having me on and um we'll continue the conversation and let you know look out on our social medias follow us both and um we got a collab coming up soon I think you all will like, and uh, there's a lot of fun. It was truly so great to be able to speak with Colin. He's such an amazing down-to-earth human being. If you have newly been diagnosed with celiac disease or even had it for quite some time, or you even have other food allergens, I highly recommend the Gluten-Free More magazine. It literally has so many resources that can help you through your journey, so many articles of people that you can relate to, and just so many resources and tips that can help you along your diagnosis. I've included a link down below if you are interested in learning more about the subscription.
And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe and leave a review. If you don't already follow me on TikTok, my TikTok is at eat.glutenfreewithme, where you can join 50,000 other people that have celiac disease. We also have a community on Instagram at eat.glutenfreewithme. We have about 7,000 other people with celiac disease there, and it blows my mind that there's 57,000 of you that follow me and that the community is that large, and it makes my heart so happy. If you're looking for more everyday tips and tricks on how to overcome celiac disease or just more educational information in my personal experiences with celiac, then I highly suggest that you follow me on both of those platforms because I'm quite active on both. Again, I love you guys so much and I hope to see you at the next podcast episode. Love you guys. Bye.